Welcome to episode 302 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spake and I am joining once again from Dharawal country. How goes it in Dharawal country this week, Ollie? Things are a bit warmer. Things are a bit more spring-like. Things are quite good in Dharawal country, at least from where I'm sitting. Thanks, Mel. Uh, I'm a little sick, mind you. I'm losing my voice a tad. Hope that doesn't sound terrible to all our listeners, but things are quite good and I'm pretty excited. But before we talk about that, how are you, Mel? <laughs> I'm good. I'm a bit exhausted. Mm. I'm still recovering from my weekend. It's been a bit wet here in oh. uh, Wurundjeri country. Yes. Since I got home, I uh, landed last night to wet ground and uh, we've had showers today. I haven't streaked yet. So, yeah, oh. lots to talk about. <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, there's quite a bit coming up. We do have a few more roving reports this week. We had a quite a bumper episode last week, and thanks again to everyone contributing this week. And we have we have some more exciting news to share later in the episode, Mel. Absolutely. So we're mm. going to make you wait till the end. That's right. To hear about that. Yeah, just just like you know, when you're in class, you've got to listen carefully. Be patient. And it's not just one thing that they'll be learning about today. That's quite right. So sit down, pay attention, and be on your best behavior. Absolutely. So, well, Mel, why don't you kick us off? You had a big week. Uh, I'm not sure you know how to do a quiet parkrun week these days. (laughs) How was it? Well, uh, this weekend I traveled to Queensland or should it be Kingsland for Mm. my parkrun adventure. I joined with Tracy and a tutu to travel to the terrific town of Kilcoy on the lands of the Jinnabara people. We stayed overnight in the Kilcoy Gardens Motel, only a three-minute walk to the park run, which starts and finishes behind the information centre in Yowie Park. Yowie Park Run is a double out and back course and was profiled by Lyndall in episode 256 titled X Factor. I was the 13th in a field of 17 with Adventurer Ruben taking first finisher, Tracy as tailwalker and Linda on finish tokens. Close to the finish area, we found the Yowie Coffee Van, which served us up our post-parkrun elixir in record time while we sat under the park shelter exchanging stories with adventurers and event team alike, including Ron Grant. Wow. After a quick change and check out from our motel, we moved to the Black Rack Cafe for brunch and more park faff. Saturday evening, I stayed with adventurers Belinda Pauline and Russell Taylor before heading off to enjoy Des Connor Park Junior Park Run and meet with more volunteering adventurers. Des Connor Park Juniors is a credit to Pat and his volunteer team, and it was wonderful to see all the children taking part on a lovely, mild Brisbane morning. I must give special mention to Tracy, who gives so much of her time to Des Connor, both behind the scenes and on the morning, and is clearly a big support to event director Pat. While there were many adventurers on the volunteer roster, as we will hear later, I was especially pleased to meet in person Claire Stutchbury and Sheree Martin, as well as Michael Blaine, who was timekeeping. Afterwards, there was another brunch at nearby Famished Cafe, where we were joined by E-Man, Christine and Juno, who had also met us the night before for dinner. In addition to the two park runs, I was fortunate to complete freedom walks at Kedron, Manipi and Chermside park runs before it was time to make my return journey back home. Much thanks to everyone who made the effort to join me at brunches, park runs, freedom runs and dinners, and I truly had a wonderful, albeit exhausting, 
adventure. I think just as well you had uh, several brunches and dinners, Mel, you clearly needed the energy <laughs> for all of that activity. But what great support and what a great community to yeah, to go and spend a whole weekend with our, well, our Queensland-based parkrun adventurer family. Absolutely. It was a mini palm, that is for sure. And much thanks again to Tracy for all the effort that she put in. Yes, fantastic way to bring everyone together. And, yeah, look, the photos from Juniors, what a crew. They had 129 kids at the park run. Wow. So much larger numbers than I am accustomed to out mm. at Ainsbury, but they handled it really well. It's a very different environment to our junior park run, which was really lovely to get a feel for and to witness. So yeah. I was very happy to be a visitor there, and I look forward to visiting the other two juniors that I am yet to discover. Goodness. What about you, Ollie? home again this week? Well, I did, as I mentioned in last week's pod, I did have plans and hopes and dreams to make it to Picton Park Run and join in a bit of a mini frond there, well, not a mini frond, a frond there as part of the pace a week that they were putting on to, to challenge people to pursue their PB dreams. But unfortunately, I just wasn't up to it to be perfectly honest. And it suited me much, much more to be right back at home in the bright orange vest. So I grabbed the camera. What did I do? I became the volunteer coordinator and legged it out to one of the key points as a marshal, making the most of the opportunity to walk along with the tail walker for a while and just catch up and chat to a lot of our walkers and parkrun community that I don't always get to speak to as much when I'm in the blue vest. So yeah, it was a real highlight to just take it at a much slower pace. Just interesting point to bring up, as you said that you took on the volunteer coordinator role. Mm. So it might be a matter of interpretation with that mm. role and you know, not something that we've discussed before or not really something I've ever asked anybody, but probably in my mind always assumed the volunteer coordinator role would be more of a probably a midweek role filling the roster. But in your instance, is that on the day more of a marking off the volunteers as they arrive and overseeing them to their positions? Absolutely. And I know a lot of park runs do utilise as a midweek role. Uh, ours is long ago developed to to be really a, a point for the volunteers to, to get a good greeting and, and an introduction and to help with their questions on the morning, particularly for our new volunteers if the run director is a little busy or, or tied up. So we've found at Shell Harbour Park Run that it's really helped us when the numbers have been high, but at the same time it's just helped us also give other people experience if they're maybe unsure about stepping into the run director role they can take that on get a bit of the coordination of the morning and a bit of the dna of, of things before they step up into the vest hmm. thank you for explaining that yeah and similarly we also utilize the role midweek sometimes so it's become much more of a variable role now that our numbers are much smaller so it's an example of you know, how we sometimes make the roles our own at our park run based on our community and our circumstances. So, um, yeah, I'd be interested to see because only a couple of months ago I did have a chat with one of our ambassadors about it. I'd be interested to see how others approach that role and, and even other roles, you know, what sort of interpretations and different innovations they might have around those. There are certainly some good ideas that people share and another good reason why things like the ED and RD catch-ups 
around, of course, the other parkrun conferences are great ways of cross-pollination across our wonderful community. Yeah, I have to say, even being that we are a junior event and we're not a large event, we don't tend to delegate that role, Mm. that volunteer Mm. coordinator role to anybody or use it. It's not a a role that we actually fill. So I guess I'm a little bit curious in reference to that. And I guess I assumed that if somebody was to come on board and say, I'll take this job and I'm going to make it mine, Mm. if they're taking that role off the run director, then I would utilise that volunteer position on the roster. Yeah. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. And and if that's practical and naturally if that works for the run director as well, we found it often is a as a nice complementary role, as I said, to allow that run director to be more of a you know an engaging presence of the morning, and of course to focus yeah. on the safe and smooth running of the event. But there are plenty of weeks, particularly nowadays, where it is just the run director. We don't always have a volunteer coordinator, so yeah, more of a variable. Hmm, I guess it's just a role that's open to interpretation. Hmm. But there was sad news that came to light, and it was. Friday morning that this all started to unravel here in Victoria or here in Australia, I should say. I was driving to the airport Friday morning and the radio was on, on ABC Mm. only. I wasn't hearing ABC Australia news coming over the airways. I was hearing BBC Mm. being broadcast live from the UK and at 4am in the morning, it was quite surreal to hear the news that Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II had died. Queen Elizabeth II was the monarch and head of the Commonwealth realm. And we know that there are 15 Commonwealth realms across three continents. And uh, I'll do my best to pronounce these realms as we know how great I am with pronunciation, Mel. (laughs) Uh, So we've got Antigua and Barbuda, Australia, the Bahamas, Belize, Canada, Grenada, Jamaica, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Solomon Islands, Tuvalu and the United Kingdom. Thank you. And we recognise that this will have an impact on many of our community and our thoughts are with you as our world navigates this change. Long live the King. Yes, we have certainly become accustomed to our head of state uh, being such a long reigning monarch. So, yeah, big change, Mel. Hmm. Moving along. (laughs) Yeah, it's also time for another volunteer update. So the September volunteer update has been posted uh, and it can be found via the link in your volunteer thank you email or at the Parkrun website, so volunteer.parkrun.com slash news. And this month it covers things like volunteer credits and occasions versus the volunteer tasks, uh, the volunteer appeal and reminder templates and how to use those, and I meet the team at Wimmera River Park Run in Victoria. Oh, hey, excuse me, you didn't read that properly. <laughs> in the greatest state. Always good to refer to the monthly update uh, for little tips and maybe in the future, Ollie, they will have that uh, volunteer coordinator profiled and will answer all our questions. That's right, or give us more ideas. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. So I think you mentioned the S word a bit earlier, Mel, and I'm not talking about Voldemort Park Run. Uh, streaking <laughs> and streak. How is your streaking going? It is still going. 
Well done. It is going well. I have ticked most of the things off my bingo card now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy with that. Did some lovely streaks up in Kingsland. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, what about you? So I'm gradually ticking off a couple of my bingo challenges, and I will say a big thank you to Darwin for rocking up to Parkrun on Saturday morning. Uh (laughs) Aha. That's a parrot. But did you run with Darwin? Uh, Not quite, no. Actually, not at all. Doesn't count. No. (laughs) But I did get a picture with Darwin. And, yeah, look, Mel, I I have to say I've done a lot of 2K walks more than usual. Despite sounding a bit croaky, I've had a bit of, I don't know whether it's sciatic pain or, or something else. So I'm not moving very fast. So streak savers galore. And as soon as I have my sense of smell back, I'm looking forward to doing the five senses. But slowly does it. Excellent. Well, I haven't done mine today. Have you done your today one? I have. Yes, Mm. I did take the opportunity to streak a little earlier. So we need to move along so you can get to streak. Is that fair to say? It seems like I'm going out in the rain late at night. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, well. Well, a bit of motivation, a bit of support, and thank you again to our Streakmeister, Pippa, who has been a constant through Streaky September for us this year, like she has in previous years. And we have a bit more audio from Pippa. So let's have a listen to the latest streaking tips and motivation. Hi Parkrun Adventurers, it's Pippa and we're about halfway through Streaky September by the time you get to hear this. So question this week is how are you getting on with your bingo card and why is the bingo card so much fun? Well, like any habit, creating the habit is most of the battle uh, and it takes about three weeks to create a new habit apparently. So if you are new to streaking, then you're starting to get to that point where this getting out and doing a couple of K plus a day is becoming normal. The fun thing about the bingo card is it reminds us that these habits can be good fun and they don't have to just be um, a thing that's tedious, that hurts, that uh, we don't want to do. Uh, So this week, I'm going to really focus on ticking off some of my bingo card uh, squares because at the moment it's looking a bit shocking. Um, And as you know, everything rocked a little bit in the UK in the last week, which of course uh, has an impact for quite a lot of countries around the world. And getting out and having a walk has kept some of the normality in my life, even when that's been a bit strange. So happy streaking and happy bingo card ticking off of boxes. See you soon. And thank you for that, Pippa. Great, as always, to have your wise words. That's right. And just in case you have been missing them, we are sharing on Facebook via our page and through the street group, The Bingo Card. It has had a couple of level ups. And by the time this episode has been released, there will be another level up. And I guess we should share that news that it's, well, carrying on the the listening in class theme. Mel, it's a bit of spelling, Mm -hmm. an old favourite. Absolutely. So what we want you to do is on your streak, take photos of street signs and spell out a word using the first letter from every street sign. But not only that, to add to the theme this week. A tribute. Yeah, that's right, Ollie. Mm. Spell us something that's royal. Interpretations welcome. (laughs) Like what? Purple? (laughs) Crown? We'll leave it up to the creativity of the streakers, but hopefully everyone is enjoying their streaking and we do hope that the bingo card provides that bit of motivation. But 
To keep us going, Mel, and in case you want to listen to something on your streak and you're out there right now, it's time to listen to some other voices. We have three roving reports this week. So how about we have a listen now? Hi, this is Ingrid at Umbagong District Park Run, and I'm here with Graham. Graham, how are you? Wonderful. Now I've tracked you down because there's been a bit of a chat about you and people have been saying you're an excellent volunteer and you're very enthusiastic. So your reputation precedes you. What's your parkrun story? Uh, I started parkrun three, four years ago, something like that. Uh, My late wife, her oncologist, suggested parkrun was a good activity for mental health, which... I was aware of, I used to try to walk a lot, but when I came to Parkrun, it was just, it was switch off for an hour because I was uh, Jan's carer as well. And um, yes, uh, you know, Parkrun got me through it. So, yeah. Fantastic. You're pretty easy to spot. Yep. You've got your Parkrun hat, you've got your pins, your volunteer pins and, and all the rest. How many times have you volunteered? Oh, Probably close to 60 now. Yeah. Uh, I only ever walk at Park Run because I'm too old to run. Um, but I really enjoy the volunteering side of it. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're a marshal on the course, you get to cheer the people and uh, or on the finish, whatever it is. It's just belonging, sense yeah. of belonging to community. And, and it's just such a wonderful thing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. The sense of community is... I wouldn't do it for the running. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, I've also started going around, because we're so new here, I've been going around the local businesses and uh, doctors and uh, even to the vet handing out uh, Umbagong flyers to encourage people. And and we're getting a few people. I I actually uh, have got people from the vets who are interested in coming and yeah so it's it's good yeah oh fantastic well i'm glad that i was able to track you down and and meet you and um yeah thanks for putting on such a great event and oh, thanks for volunteering oh no look it, it 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 it's hard to for me to put into words but i probably get more enjoyment out of the volunteering uh, than actually doing in my case the walk because uh, i walk every day with my dog anyway but it's I don't know, it's just, it's community. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks again. Okay, you're welcome. Hello, Pakran adventurers. It's Harry here from Taman Pudulu Pakran in Malaysia. Uh, My family and I have just completed Pakran, running, volunteering, so on and so forth. I have my brother with me, uh, Jasnish Bular. Uh, He's ran the Pakran today. And I'm just going to uh, get his views on uh, on Pakran here in Malaysia and 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 how it went uh, with Taman Pudulu Pakran. Uh, so, just how did you think you did today at uh, Pakran? Yeah, hello everyone. Uh, I thought it was a good Pakran today. It was an early start. We start early here in Malaysia. Uh, happy to see everyone gather early in the morning and run together. I think it's not about how fast you run, but just running it. You know, feeling feeling active, feeling good, and it was a good run today. It was rather hot, but uh, happy with my time, and hopefully I'll improve slowly in the coming weeks. We have just started here in Malaysia, reopening, 
think this is the fourth park run since we reopened and hopefully we can keep the momentum going. Okay, so uh, you have been on uh, 90, 91 park runs today. Uh, so could you please tell the listeners uh, uh, how did you get into park run and, and, and how it has been your journey uh, with park run? Yeah, I think it all started when I when I went to uni in Manchester in the UK. I uh, got involved in park run over there. Unfortunately, I wasn't too active. I think I only did a handful of park runs during my three years in Manchester. It was only when I got back to Malaysia where you brought me into park run again. Uh, so we did the Tamanpur Hulu one. We did the other one in Malaysia, the Putrajaya one. So I think uh, it's been a good experience. I think it's something that benefits me, my well-being. You know, something to keep me away from work and studies and all that. So, yeah, really appreciative of Pakran and hopefully more events pop up in Malaysia in the next months or years coming. Of course, you have spoken about yes, uh, we have been part of of Taman Pudu Ulu, and then we have also been part of the Putrajaya Pakran, so on and so forth. How what what do you think about the community, uh, the Pakran community in Malaysia? Do you see a positive growth, or do you have any comments uh, of that sorts? Yeah, I think it has been largely positive. I think the two Pakrans that we have, we have the uh, regulars over there. I think the Putrajaya one is where you can really feel the sense of community, where everyone supports each other, volunteer, everyone knows everyone over there. It's like a big family event. If, if I can say that uh, it's like a carnival actually in the morning everyone gathers early they run together they support each other they clap for each other and I think that's what we need in you know the community moving forward and it's nice to see elderly people young people families strollers all running and walking the park run so yeah I think uh, like I said hopefully it continues and hopefully we keep the momentum of course uh, we are on the topic of park run in Malaysia uh, how would you describe a typical day at Pakran in Malaysia so you, you know from the time you wake up from your bed all the way uh, until now when we're back at home so what would you say is a typical day at Pakran in Malaysia well i guess it starts the day before actually on a friday you know after a long week at uh, work It gives me something to look forward to. Then you know I can finally go out on a Saturday morning and express myself at park run. So you know on a Friday night I usually just mentally prepare that you know I'll be running 5k and on the day itself I think I wake up around half six with you and then we go to park run. We reach about seven, seven ten maybe, and then we usually volunteer. So we do the first timers briefing. We try and do marshals. We do the barcode scanning and stuff like that. And then obviously at half seven we do the uh, park run itself. And after that, we chat with the locals. We chat with the tourists. We try and connect ourselves with as many people as we can. You know, try and spread the word because, especially at Taman Pudulu, we have a lot of non-parkrun uh, runners and walkers. So again, we try to spread the awareness and get more people involved because I think the impact is is only positive. I don't think there's any negative apart from having to wake up early on a weekend. But yeah. So. Uh If everything goes well, I believe you would be doing your 100th park run in Australia. What's your feeling? How are you feeling? Uh, you know, doing your 100th park run as a park run tourist in another country. I don't know what to expect, to be honest. Uh, to, and uh, I haven't, like I said, I haven't done too many park runs outside uh, Malaysia. 
and to do my hundred in in a different country altogether, I think might be a special experience. But uh, to be honest, it's just a number. I think one hundred, one hundred and first, one hundred and second. I think as long as I can keep doing the parkrun every week, you know, for me every parkrun is special, and we should not take things for granted. As we saw with the pandemic, everything came to a halt. So I think as the parkrun community, we need to cherish every single parkrun. To be honest, and yes, it's nice to reach one hundred. It's a but for me, it's uh, nothing but a number, to be honest. And I'm looking forward to every parkrun equally, uh, as I'm looking forward to my hundred. Well, okay, thank you very much, Jasnesh. I uh, hope uh, you have a good weekend ahead, and uh, we will take it from here. That's all from me, Harry in Taman Puduulu. Today, just did his 91st parkrun, uh, and of course, uh, just a little. Uh, a little bit about me. I did my 180th park run and volunteered uh, as the first timing, uh, first timers briefing, uh, and it was my 115th uh, volunteering stint. Uh, we enjoy park run. We hope all listeners here are like-minded, and we hope all of you have had a good park run this weekend. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. This is U.S. Correspondent Jeff. I'm coming to you from the lands of the Shawnee and Cherokee people in lovely Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, Pepper and I drove 250 miles, uh, about 400 kilometers yesterday, uh, in order to tick off our Nindy at Charleston, West Virginia Parkrun. Um, this morning is the 152nd running of Charleston Parkrun. It is, looks to be a pretty flat out-and-back course along the Kanawha River, uh, and it's a beautiful, beautiful morning. It is a little cool, especially for the end of summer. There's a nice breeze. The humidity is pretty low, um, and it looks like there's a lot of geese to chase on the course. So uh, I think we're going to have a we're going to we might have a faster time than I, I want to today, but uh, we'll see about that. Um, once we're done, uh, we will uh, chat with some other participants and volunteers and um, we'll see you then. This is D. Uh, every park run, I think, needs a D. There's a slight hill finish, and um, D is encouraging everyone up the hill, and she's very helpful. <laughs> All right, park runners, I'm back with uh, John and Jennifer, and um, we had a special day today, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what happened today? Well, she got her 50th park run. Yeah? And he got his 100th. Awesome. And uh, have you guys done all your park runs at Charleston? I did one in North Carolina. Okay, which one was that? Uh, Creekside Park oh, Run. That, that, yeah, I would like to do that one. They, they, they take some really nice finish line photos there. I think, I think it ended yeah. on like a half mile long uphill. It was, oh, no. It was a different than <laughs> That's a relatively new event, isn't it? Like, I think yeah, the, they were only like at 15. Okay. So how long have you been doing Charleston since the beginning? 2018. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's actually started before I did. So. I was here at the fifth. Yeah, you were at number five. Okay. So you did your fiftieth today, so you took some time off, I guess. Yeah. That's all right. Mixing, and then I've done three at Durham Park. Oh, cool, cool. That that's one of our oldest events there. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I was just there last weekend. Oh, really? <laughs> cool. So, what's your all's favorite thing about Parkrun? What do you what do you what do you like about it? <laughs> it's consistent every weekend with all my fellow runners. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Constantly challenging myself and being with friends. Got a lot of friends here. Awesome. Do you, do you guys have any uh, uh, like tourism ambitions? Do you, do you, do you want to do park runs overseas or anywhere else? Do you have any in mind that you want to do? Uh, yeah, uh, my friend James went to England and did one around a castle, and that looked amazing. <laughs> Definitely want to do We that. don't have any like that here. <laughs> no, we don't have any thousand-year-old castles laying around here. No. <laughs> Well, I'm from uh, Joe Creason in Louisville, so it's a four-hour drive away. If you guys ever are in Louisville, we'd be happy to have you. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for chatting with me. Okay, Park Runners, I'm back with uh, Jamie. Jamie's the run director today. How uh, how was it today? It was good. We had a crowd of over 50. Had some visitors. Yeah. From Louisville, Joe Creason. Yeah. All right. And Thank you. I did not pay him to say that. <laughs> we had a visitor from UK. Yeah. Who had? I think it was his 197th different park run. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to chat with him. I think he's standing over there. Yeah, so, um, can you describe the course here at Charleston? Yeah, basically it's a flat course. It's along the river. We have a nice 10 foot wide uh, shared use path that we share with local bikers. Um, it's really relatively flat. We have two little hills, so we we always joke that. We're the one course where you can finish, start uphill and finish uphill. That's right. Yeah, we, that, 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 that was kind of an anomaly there. Um, I want to talk about Dee for a second. Um, she really just like, she really pushed me up the hill and she's been pushing every single run. Did, did, does, does she come very often? Or I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm glad you mentioned Dee. It gives me goosebumps thinking about her because she just came out and started being really vocal, encouraging runners. So now she's the official volunteer title is Finnish Token Support. <laughs> but she comes out, she memorizes everybody's name. Yes. She cheers. She says things like, this hill's a nothing burger. <laughs> <laughs> this hill's a nothing hill. You got this. So she's really inspires me every week with her enthusiasm and encouragement. Yeah, she, she remembered my dog's name, and I would have ran up and hugged her if I wasn't a sweaty mess after this. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> were you, uh, did you have anything to do with bringing Parker in here to Charleston? Or? I, mainly it was Adam Patino's vision okay. to start Parker, and he told me about it, and I said, I'll be there to help you all the way. Awesome. So I've been involved since the very beginning because Adam's vision, he went to a Parker in Canada and just really thought that would work here. Yeah. And it really seems to you guys have a uh, have, have a really stable crew here. I just talked to someone who did their hundredth and someone who did their fiftieth. So this is um, I really had a lot of fun today, and thank you for putting on a great thank event. Thank you, man. Yeah. So glad you're here. All right, adventurers. I am here with Gary and uh, Gary. Uh, how was it today? It was beautiful park run. Nice, nice. Nice and flat with a nice fast finish. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the breeze today. It was it was, it was a nice kind of cool morning. I mean, we don't really get too much of that around here. So the, how many park runs in the U.S. is this for you, Gary? Oh, this must be, I think this is my eighth or ninth different okay. U.S. park run. And you've done, someone told me you've done 190-ish different? 197 today. So you are uh, getting close so to... So three more for my 200 different park runs. And then you're almost to your frame, right? That's 250? 250, 250, that's correct. Yes. Your frame, yeah. Okay, that's right. another year away. That's another year away. <laughs> well, you know, if you do 50 different ones. I was so, just I was yeah. just telling my uh, one of your friends here, um, he's getting really jealous. Within an hour's drive of my home, I think there's probably about 150, 200 park runs. 
All right, so that makes touring a lot, lot easier than sure. it is in the U.S., right? Sure, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I mean, th- th- this one is my closest, and it's, you know, 400 kilometers away. So, so it's like yeah. um, <laughs> I really had to make a, make a special trip. So what's your home park run? My home park run is Chelmsford Central. Okay. It's, uh, it's a city that's about 30 miles east of London. Okay, all right. Um, so uh, you've done 197 different ones. Do you have any, uh, any, any ones that are uh, sort of special to you that stand out that, that you've done over the years? Yeah, um, I did one this, uh, this summer, which is the, uh, at the moment, it's the officially the hardest park run in the UK. Uh, it's called Great Yarmouth North Beach. Okay. And the reason it's hard is the whole five kilometres is on soft sand, right? And so uh, it added 40% to my park run time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely brutal. Oh, I mean, wow. you can imagine what your legs feel like. But I mean, I mean, the, the view had to be nice. It though, was right? beautiful, yeah. absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Any other ones that come to mind? Like- um, yeah, uh, from uh, from a beauty perspective, um, there's one in the UK called uh, Fountains Abbey, which is around an old uh, monastery that's owned by the National Trust. Absolutely stunningly beautiful. Uh, really, really nice. So if you ever get over to the UK and you get a chance to do that one, it's up in Yorkshire. Okay. Go and do it. It's okay. beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Any others that you can think of? Uh, well, if I'm going to ask you for three, so that's, okay. that's two. I'll t- I tell you my my most favorite uh, US one, I think, was Whedon Island. Have you been to Whedon Island? No, I haven't. That's in St. Pete, right? Yeah, yeah it that, is. That, and, and it goes round on boardwalks. There's no dogs allowed at that one. No. Yeah, so no that, dogs. That's, that, that's lower and on And you have to spray yourself list. with yeah. anti, anti-insect repellent to start <laughs> with, but it was, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Awesome. Okay. Well, um, thanks for uh, chatting with me, Gary, and safe travels back. No worries. Yeah. Thank you very much. Alrighty, adventures. Uh, that about wraps it up for me from uh, Charleston Park Run in wild and wonderful West Virginia. I want to thank uh, Adam and uh, Jamie for uh, putting on such a great event. I want to thank all of the uh, wonderful, uh, supportive, and encouraging volunteers and uh, all the other supporting and encouraging participants. It's a wonderful community, and uh, I highly recommend that you check out Charleston Park Run um, should you ever find yourself uh, in West Virginia. So until next time, this is U.S. Correspondent Jeff logging off, and uh, I wish you happy adventuring. great bunch of roving reports we had this week. Ollie, I was so glad that Ingrid down at Umbagong got to speak to Graham. Yes. Nice work, Ingrid and Graham. Yeah. And we had Harry over at Tamanputu Ulu and also Jeff coming to us from Charleston over in the USA. So lovely to hear all those different voices. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. We are enjoying having so many roving reports coming through, both domestically and all of the tastes uh, across the globe of Parkrun in our fellow Parkrun nations. Please keep it up. But, Mel, um, we haven't got mail this week. No. The inbox was empty. It's the Scott Trickett effect. <laughs> oh, dear. Poor Scotty. Um, no, that, that's okay, though, because it has been bursting at the seams recently. So Maybe we need to empty it. <laughs> yeah, you think we've, we've maxed out? Yeah. Yeah, mm. actually, oh, to be fair, Ollie, I did see a notice about that. <laughs> that might be our okay. Dropbox. All right. Apologies, everyone. If you're trying to get through to us. <laughs> 
we do care about your message. Uh, we, we simply need to get onto some tidying. Um, no, look, uh, what we did have messages in Mel is, um, well, we didn't receive them. Dazza received them. As this week, he said, did you know that it's Share Ideas Day? The creator wanted people to be as creative and wacky as they like. So come on in and tell Dazza the most creative or wacky parkrun-related idea you've got. And joining us pretty quickly was Adrian Hillier, who said, it's Bruce Purdy Day, (laughs) referring to the ideas man, of course. Uh, And appropriately, we also heard from Bruce Purdy, who was touristing, who said, my best ever idea was for the Bunnings Park Run. I've even done a course measure whilst wandering the aisles. Barcode scanning would be at the checkout, whilst post-park run breakfast is the obligatory Bunnings snag. And Bruce did share a selfie of himself and Donna. I don't believe that was Bunnings in the background, though. Uh-huh. But is the onions on the top or the bottom? <laughs> Who only knows? But, Ollie, Both. the most likes this week. Oh, this is <laughs> awkward. Uh, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> and I said, hi, Dazza. I visited Yowie Park Run and it was the loveliest morning. But I did share a photo of myself with some of the adventurers out there at Yowie and Ron Grant. Nice work. Oh, was he? Was he? Was that the right photo that I? I believe so. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> I did take a couple of photos. Now I've forgotten which one I shared. We also heard uh, from someone who was volleying, Renee Jackson, who said, I'm enjoying some Abby and Mum time today, starting with volunteer duties at Wyndham Vale. <laughs> While having post-parky brunch, Abby has shared some of her ideas. Apparently, we need parkrun held every day of the week because not everyone can attend on a Saturday. And juniors needs to be a multi-distance course, one kilometre for small children who are so tired from getting up <laughs> early on Sunday morning, and three kilometres for bigger, fast kids who love running. <laughs> And thank you, Renee, for sharing a photo of herself and Abby, plus a certain someone buried deep in a book. She's so cute, that kid. (laughs) Some great ideas. Our volunteerist this week was the office lady, Sam Schroeder, Mm. who said, after time keeping at Picton Parkrun's PB week, where we saw 18 of the 73 participants run and walk brand new PBs, I had a lovely breakfast with Roberta Winters and a long walk in the sunshine before heading to level two with a view for some dazzling a reply duty. Mel and Ollie, please note, Patrick Shimizek's fines are paid in full. And there was a photo of the desk on level two with a view. And what's that? Mm. Donuts. Caramel mm. donuts. Mm. I think they're supposed to come my way. Yeah, I was I was curious on, on your thoughts on this one. But nonetheless, uh, I guess Patrick's made an effort to pay his fines. I think it's called bribery. <laughs> It may be. All right, we'll have to take that one offline. Mm. Moving swiftly along, Ian Shaw was touristing who said, my idea was to go and tick off Jerobombera Mountain Reserve Park Run. My new Nendi for their event number two. Tick, job done. However, glad the idea didn't extend to fully checking out the course profile before doing the run, an out-and-back course in the true sense of the description. Nice to have that mountain done, though in the first half of the course. 
All said and done, though, thoroughly enjoyed the course and shall be back to try and improve on the benchmark time set for the course PB challenge. And Ian did share a couple of images there. One is a pretty sharp-looking elevation profile and a visual also of the course layout. So here's the thing, Ian. I like to go off to events not really knowing what uh, I'm going to come up against and then I can't Mm. be, you know, getting all full of dread. But now Mm. I know... (laughs) There's a mountain. (laughs) Goodness me. Yep. And how did you pronounce that word, Ollie? Jerobombera was my attempt. Mm. Okay. Yeah, we we did have a bit of feedback about that, didn't we? I don't know if it's Jerobombera. Yeah, I believe it is Jerobombera. I'll blame it on the croak. (laughs) (laughs) But then if it's near Canberra, it would make sense that the end bit is Berra, as in Canberra, Jerobombera. But I have heard locals say Jerobombera, so, yeah. Mm. Anyway, we also heard from Steve's bike, and he said, Hi, Dazza. Today I completed my 200th park run near a university that has no motto. How bizarre. From an idea-sharing perspective, I think it is nearly time for the bike to announce its retirement. It has been fun, but I think it's time for some new ideas. Happy Park Run Day all. Oh, Ollie, I'm, I don't know how I'm feeling about this. I'm mixed. I've got confusion, as always, because um, <laughs> obviously I've got no idea what that location was. And, of course, <laughs> sadness. Yeah, nearly time for the bike to retire. I don't want the bike to go in the bike shed. Look, we love the bike. We hope to see the bike around plenty, but, yeah, we understand. And maybe maybe we'll get to know Steve. I don't know. <laughs> and here's a tip for all those people that have been trying to work out who Steve's bike is. His name isn't really Steve. Yes, <laughs> And if that's you right. are trying to work out the location this week, give you a hint oh. the university that has no motto is deacon university ah okay it's not going to help you oh not without some geography and knowledge there yeah okay well thank you for the help <laughs> now we also heard from mark scarborough with a bit of an achievement uh, mark was incidentally also volunteering he said today i was rd at wagi bridge park run james from the channel 2 news crew ran with another of our RDs to chase down a Wagga Bridge PB, which he smashed and also got a new parkrun PB by five seconds. His previous PB was from Marina Parkrun in WA. Well done, James. Excellent work, James. Congratulations. Yeah. Now, coming to us from their home parkrun this week was Tony O'Connell, who said, hey, Dazza, run in a superhero costume. It makes you faster. And Tony was the Flash. That's right. And he had his trusty Robin by his side, which was Jackie O'Connell, but I don't know that the Flash has a Robin. Does the Flash have a Robin? I think Tox getting his superheroes mixed up. (laughs) Well, they're both fast. It works. (laughs) But looking so resplendent, I don't think I could even see the stump in the background. Yeah, that's a change, isn't it? But happy birthday to Inverloch. Celebrated its eighth birthday this last weekend. That's right. Happy celebrations. Now, we also heard from Callum Burrell, who was celebrating a bit of a milestone and said, I have an idea. During my 250th run, I'll grab a photo of three times 100 top runners, thereby knocking off 
that particular bingo card box. <laughs> wow, that's an effort. Um, had a fab morning as Lindsay Burrell did her 250th volunteering and was perfectly synced for the same day I do my 250th run. An awesome morning all round at Burnage Park Run. Thank you to all the volunteers today who made this happen. And Kellum shared a photo of he and Lindsay looking very colourful celebrating with uh, rainbow tutu, uh, rainbow heart t-shirt, rainbow glasses, rainbow hat, and rainbow rainbow. <laughs> Looking fantastic, uh, all by the sign there. So congratulations. Yes, congratulations to you both. A really, really good achievement. Mm. But Ollie, the first comment coming to us from the UK this week was Christine Imbert, who said, a change of plans saw me at Church Mead Park Run this morning where I met up with some friends. There is a lovely memorial garden nearby and this seemed particularly poignant at this time. And Christine shared with us a photo of a lovely Union Jack floral tribute. Thank you, Christine. Yes, and carrying on our UK theme, we also heard from Graham Wilkinson, who said, Hi, Dazza. My idea was for an easy run at Albert Park Run prior to running the Great North Run 2022 tomorrow, but I'd also volunteered for barcode scanning, so unconsciously ran my second fastest time <laughs> this year. A poignant two-minute silence followed by rapturous applause in remembrance of Queen Elizabeth II preceded Parkrun this morning at Albert Park. I'm proud to report it was fully respected by everyone attending and was a truly moving experience. Hmm. And last but not least, we had a tourist post from Michael Scott. Michael said, hi, Dazza. Did Avondale University College Park Run number 52 this morning with my Adelaide cousin Glennis doing her 200th park run seven years after we introduced park run to her. It also lifted my Wilson number to 60 up from 44 over the last three park run days. A long black for me and a cappuccino for Glennis, please. I think we earned them. Yeah, absolutely did, Michael. Well done and happy 200th to Glennis. Right. What's next? Oh, that leads us... To an Obi. Into an Obi winner, Ollie. It does. Should I open an envelope? Seeing as you're so good at it. Okay. I haven't been hearing the envelope lately, though. I don't know what's happened with that. Oh. We must have those newfangled supersonic quiet envelopes. I think so. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what they are. Exactly what they are. The office lady has really improved a lot of systems around here. It's a shame she can't stop me clapping and mentioning certain park runs, but that's okay. I digress. Our Obi this week goes to Hallam and Lindsay Burrell. Congratulations to you both for, uh, I think, a very well-aligned milestone pair of celebrations. And very colourful. Yes, that's right. That's right. I was just considering that my sentence wasn't terribly well-aligned, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> I, I got the main words in there. But congratulations to you both. But Mel, I think it's time to hear a little bit more about what went on at Parkrun Day through the eyes and voice of our informant. So let's have a listen. at the time I collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. This week, 
There were 459 runs held down under. There were 420 in Australia and 39 in New Zealand. This is out of 1,703 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance was 40,491, up 1,200 on last week. That's out of 203,000 worldwide. There were six event launches, Tynewell Park in Tasmania, along with one in Finland, Ireland, United States, and two in Poland. And I guess in the interest of full disclosure, there was two launches in Japan last week that we missed out. Down under, we had 4,696 PBs, while 1,917 people participated for the first time. 91 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 168 people reached their 50 milestone, 112 reached their 100 milestone, and 28 people reached their 250 milestone. 20 people called bingo. Jason Crow was quickest on 161 runs, while Errol Poole was slowest on 381 runs. There was an army of states people this week, 13 of them. In the ACT we had seven, Pam Cunningham, David Little, and the Beeman family, Link, Kira, Ian, EJ, and Jackie. Emma Host, Teresa Smith, Mark Booth, and Grace Odgard in Northern Territory, Justin Teal in South Australia, and Nathan Lane in Western Australia. In the most events list, nothing at all happened in the top 20. However, the biggest mover is Magella Gillen, who ran her 87th different park run and moved up 12 places in the rankings to 235. 437 people increased their Windex. The biggest mover is Leanne Blaney, who moves up 36 to 81. In the I-Index rankings, 31 people have moved up their listings. Tara Cullinan was the biggest mover, moving up two from zero previously. In the Adventure Challenges, we had one Peel Club inductee, Thomas Paminger, while Renee Gimbert and Darren Peed ran their 100 different event to join the Cow Club. And seven people joined the Half Cows. Bonus stats this week. Thanks very much, ideas man, for giving me more homework. Bruce asked, how many are pioneers, i.e., have completed the original park run in each of Australia's states? That is, the main beach, Albert Melbourne, St Peter's, Ginninderra, Claysbrook Cove, Launceston, Torrens and Darwin. And there are nine. Neil Barnett was first on 23rd July 2016. Then we have Alan Rosenburrell, Brendan Peel, Carol Cunningham, Wendy Beckhouse, Simon Elliott and finally Irene and Path Momacanti who were last to do it on 19th of December 2020. And in case you are wondering, None of them have run them in the order of event commencement. Now, if you would like to see all these stats in full, you can download them all from theinformer.me. That's www.theinformer.me. Or look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is full of caramel goodness. And thank you very much to our millennial informant this week, Ollie, as opposed to the boomer who <laughs> tricked us last week and passed over his duties to said millennial. Yes. Delegation. Mm. Nice work. Yes. <laughs> ah, but let's keep the stats going, Mel. How are things going in the Adventurers Club with the Consolidated Club Report? Well, 
The Adventurers Consolidated Club report for Saturday the 10th of September 2022 had a total of 295 members, of which 233 took part at 115 locations across the UK, South Africa, USA, Canada, Finland, New Zealand and Australia. This week's largest frond... Top of the fronds this week was the popular ponds with nine. Mm. Again, we had Dennis Peden, Charles Burns, Natalie Wilson, Jeff Robinson, Joe McLean, Louise Garbers, Charina Giran, Mary DeLuna, and Manish Bindru. We also had seven adventurers at Robel Domain in Queensland and seven at Jerambombera Mountain Reserve in the ACT. Plus, six members were enjoying PB Week at Picton. On the Ferrond front, Ollie, I know this week because I was there. The largest Ferrond was not 12 at Des Connor Park, a junior park run with Michael Blaine, Barbara Luther, Robin and Lance Plan, Melinda and Pauline Taylor, Linda Ripper, Claire Stutchbury, Lyndall Murray, Sherry Martin, Tracy Wood and me. That's a pretty good Ferrond. So there's all the stats. I, I'd be confident in that one very confident in that one and um yeah nice to see our friends at the ponds popular as ever it is but can i just say yeah even though des connor had 12 and i was missing from ainsbury i think i had a bit of a count and i think ainsbury still got eight or nine adventurer members uh, volunteering so adventurers Mm. are very good junior volunteers ollie yes that's true now can you see the segue where i'm going (laughs) with this it's ideas week it is ideas week yes and i am inspired by the ideas man himself who popped up at the end of last week's pod and the, the running challenges, Ollie, the running challenges and the uh, the mm. apps that have mm. the badges. Well, I've got a great idea for a new one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think there needs to be a badge for people who volunteer at a junior park run. They need their own badge, as simple as that. Yeah. There needs to be an incentive to come along and experience juniors because – Honestly, anybody I know that does come along and witness the kids and all the fun they have, Mm. they just, they love it and they come back. Yep. Yeah. I think we need our very own badge for that. And don't be going complaining that there's only five in the country because I know you adventurers will go all over the place to get your peel club. (laughs) So don't go getting upset that you have to travel because we know you like to travel to get a badge. So mm. there you go. No, that's that's a nice idea, Mel. I'm throwing out the gauntlet. You make a strong case. So adventurers, get behind me. Let's make <laughs> this happen. Yes. Oh, but we've got more announcements. That's just not all. Now we're to the fun bit. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. We did say we had some news, didn't we? I know. We've made them wait. Almost forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> so look, we we did share a bit of a bit of an update, a bit of a special update in last week's podcast, and it was a tad ugly. And this week's update. Now, should I read it, Mel? Uh, I can save your voice if you like, Ollie. I know you're getting a little bit croaky, but the uglies are out. And there was an extra bonus surprise that nobody knew anything about. Pfizer's! Don't forget, orders are only open for a very limited time and these designs are never to be repeated. Head over to the Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day Facebook page or check out Santa's Little Helper's new website, iheartugly.com for all the details. Oh, wow. That's getting serious. It absolutely is. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I am very partial to a visor and I'm looking forward to checking those out. Um, I 
Couldn't think of a better addition to I Asked. <laughs> but also, Ollie, we've got another announcement and it is in the form of the location for the event at Palm 23. <laughs> and not- I noticed, no, not Palm 22 like you wrote. One <laughs> yeah, job, one job. <laughs> now, as we have announced next year, we are going to Western Australia and the date of Palm 23 will be the 15th of April. But also, we are happy to announce Ooh. that the event we are going to be visiting. Drumroll. Drumroll. Would you like to announce? I couldn't possibly. Go for it, Mel. <laughs> it's the University of Western Australia Park Run. So, as we have heard, the course is an internal 2.5 kilometre loop of the University of Western Australia Crawley campus that you can complete twice. The course is entirely on path and will take you past all major icons on campus. It is relatively new parkrun, so hopefully most of the adventures travelling there won't have done it yet. We're very sorry, Eman. <laughs> and we are led to believe that the organising committee has got ideas for our post-parkrun cafe, Ooh. which is close yep. by, and hopefully we can also have somewhere to record. I'm not sure that that's been nutted out yet. but Another stadium venue. Exactly. So if you are planning to go to West Australia before Palm, don't go there. Leave it till Palm so that you can clock up a new event. Woohoo! And join us for Parkrun Morning. That's right. Yes. Yeah, it's certainly one of the highlights of the weekend. Absolutely is. But if you've mm. already done it, like E-Man, don't worry because it's perfectly acceptable to go to a nearby parkrun and then just run across and meet us afterwards. We won't mind because we're adventurers and we get how we need to have new events. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, look, we'll have a whole lot more to share in terms of the details of Palm, in terms of any of the special fancy dress occasions, in terms of any of the other activities, the freedom walks and runs, the get-togethers, and the things that for those that have joined us previously at a Palm weekend, we do enjoy. And for those that haven't joined us, uh, be sure to just jump on to one of the Parkrun Adventure Listener Meetup page photo albums and you'll see a bit of the fun uh, that has been had at the five palms previously but we really do look forward to spending that time with anyone and everyone that is in a position to come across and join us and make the weekend as fun as you want but especially we want to meet our friends from wa so Mm. all those people that haven't been able to get to a palm and especially during um, all the border closures that we've uh, had in the last couple of years, we're coming to see you, so we want you to come and uh, join in the fun. Can't wait. Wow, so many announcements. That's right, but that, that's out there. I'm glad we didn't forget that. Oh, lucky. <laughs> um, and, and thanks again to those behind the scenes that put in all the effort organising things. We don't actually do much. Well, I don't. Uh, I know you you put in a lot of effort, Mel, but uh, <laughs> to our, our organisers, our party planners, thank you. Oh, footnote. Ollie, Mm. by the time this pod goes to air, there will be a brand new member of the Channel 5 news crew. We've also forgotten about that. (laughs) Whoops. So you may or may not have seen a video that Mm. will be posted in the previous week of the fabulous Sarah from the West Side. That's right. Who we issued a challenge to interview somebody on a beach in a pirate costume with a parrot 
in the background and tell a joke and they have to laugh and all these things. And she did it. Ah, she nailed it. <laughs> she absolutely did it. She sent us a lovely video, which we've shared. And we would like to welcome Sarah Jefferson to the Channel 5 News Crew. Last in the news, but certainly not least. Thank you for all of your efforts, Sarah, not just in the challenges. You've been contributing to the pod and our podcast experience for some time now. So that is well earned. And she's on the planning committee. Could you try Oh, that's great. Siri just chimed in, by the way, in case you heard that in the background. Siri. <laughs> Siri's excited too. Um, that's how much big news this week is. Um, uh, yes. So, yeah, we've got some good support. Thank you. Absolutely. But, Ollie, next Parkrun Day. Yeah. What are you going to be up to? Uh, I've decided I'm not going to Parkrun next week. Oh, really? <laughs> no Parkrun for just me. Just like that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just like that. Um, Where will you be? I need a bit of a break, a bit of a holiday. Mm. Uh, so, look, I'm sorry to say I, I'm going to be poolside in Fiji oh. and there is no park run there. Mm. Uh, well, not official park run anyway. We'll, we'll have to leave it to, well, my imagination. Okay. Yeah. So there's the potential of a knotty, a Fiji knotty. There will at least be a knotty, that's for sure. Uh, okay. I'm keep the streak going. All right. And... Uh, <laughs> really desperately need to get healthy and get into this this mountain training so i, <laughs> I don't <laughs> like my chances of training for tasmanian mountains on an island in fiji but uh but i'll do my best okay can you send us some audio on the ground in fiji maybe maybe you can get some parrots uh some fijian parrots oh there we go i'm sure they have some there we go hmm. Hmm. sound effects so Yes, no park runs for me. What about you, Mel? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I have actually left this week blank in my diary so far, uh, I, and I haven't made a decision. I'm still recovering from last weekend, so I haven't actually made the decision as to where I'm going. Obviously, we're recording on Monday night. By the time the pod comes out, I may have decided, so I am going to spin the wheel and edit in at the last minute where <laughs> I will be. How about that? That sounds like a good idea. Would you look at that? It's an R. Have we covered everything? Is there anything else that we've forgotten? I'm sure there's something, but we nearly forgot a lot of things. We did nearly forget a lot of things. But thank you to everyone for, once again, uh, for all of your contributions throughout the pod. But Mel, I'm pretty sure we covered it well. I think it might be time to sign off. So everyone, as always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which we promise to clear out so we can receive <laughs> emails, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We, not me, but the rest of you, will see you all next week for more adventures.
Grandma and Ollie, today me and Mum are volunteering at Wyndham Vale Park Run. And I promised Mum I wouldn't drop every single token on the floor this time. Well done. Thank you. Amber, are you up to? Gracias. Oh. Good, job. Oh. Good job. Good work, man. <laughs> Thank you. Great work. The next one's 33. Good job. Thank you. Now you get out of here. Oh. <laughs> oh no, I dropped all the tokens, Mom. Just kidding. Bye adventurers, stay safe.